With sugar and spice and a roll of the dice, you're listening to The Dice Girls. everybody and welcome to our first like discussion episode of the dice girls how's everybody doing good excited yeah um (laughs) (laughs) well i i just you know i don't remember anything (laughs) (laughs) that's okay that's exactly what this episode is for listen Uh, I want everybody listening to know that this is just as much for us (laughs) as it is is for y'all. Like, Uh we've been playing now for, what, two and a half years? Wow. In, like, essentially the same storyline. And two and a half years to tell a story uh, means that things are bound to be lost along the way. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of why we started the Clips episodes to begin with, was we knew we were pumping out a lot of episodes and it could look really overwhelming to someone who wanted to kind of, like, start listening. And so those are kind of meant to be, like, anchor points where you can go and get completely caught up in, like, the major plot points of our story and skip 20 episodes along the way. Like, it's the condensed version, essentially. Um, And this time we're doing it a little bit different. This is episode uh, 80. So we're going to do kind of like a discussion style recap this time instead of the clips episode, uh, which I think is going to benefit all of us. Um, We're going to start basically hundreds of years ago, once upon a time, hundreds of years ago. Uh, So hundreds of years ago, uh, a group of five people got together and they created a new ritual that they called Omara. And what the Omara does is it takes a piece of your soul and it ties it to the others who are doing the ritual. And they created a symbol and they kind of lived their lives after that. But after a long time, it became clear that the ritual maybe wasn't all it was cracked up to be. And the gnome who originated the ritual, she denounced it on her deathbed. Isn't that didn't we get that information when I stole the books? Yeah, yes. yeah, you did. You did. You got that information from the books that you stole from Charlie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which stole but returned. You did return them. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I have to tell you guys how much it still tickles me pink. What a moral dilemma it was <laughs> in our D and D party. That you stole a book from the library. (laughs) Like, I feel like if there's any sentence that can, like, perfectly sum up the mood of the Dice Girls, (laughs) it's, we had an existential crisis because we stole a book (laughs) from the library. But we stole the book from a cute librarian gnome who we wanted to be friends with you did you did also the late fees are atrocious (laughs) (laughs) that's totally fair totally fair um other information that you found out um basically after uh the gnome who created it was called wilhelmina 
and um, her great, great times, however many grandson Wolfric, uh, he found her notes on how to perform the ritual. Later in his life, he got falsely accused of killing tiefling children, and he was sent to the Purg, which is basically the afterlife. Not the afterlife. It's basically purgatory. While he was there, he met five others who he believed had also been falsely accused. Uh, he met Shael, Sadie, Roke, Taru, and he met Trigus. Um, I think you were 12 is what we established. So you were quite young and your character basically wound up in the purg because you were accused of poisoning your family. Yeah. <laughs> kind of concerning. <laughs> Did we, uh... Did we ever figure out? No. <laughs> was that? Uh, was that? That was someone else, right? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I mean, the, the common theme is that the people in the group are are very adamant that they uh, are innocent of the crimes that they've been accused of. So I feel like it's pretty safe to assume you're okay with Trigus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over the 20 years uh, that you all spent, not you all, not Alexa and, uh, I almost said Alexa and Kai. <laughs> um, <laughs> Trigus and the five others, including Wolfric, spent 20 years uh, together in the Perg, becoming a, their own family. Wolfric eventually told the, uh, everybody about Omara the ritual, and they as a group decided to repeat the ritual, except for Trigus, who kind of hung back, which wound up ultimately being a good thing, I I guess a good thing for Trigus. Um, the ritual wound up going terribly wrong. It caused a massive explosion at the Perg. Um, Trigus, you were flung to sea, your memory lost. Something unknown happened to the others, something that you guys don't know, happened to the others that kind of caused their physical bodies to basically be trapped in cages for a hundred years without aging, which is information that you found out from Sadie based on her experience. Um, And then suddenly they were set free and they didn't know why and they didn't know what had happened or what was going on, basically. So their physical bodies spent a hundred years in this cage while Wolfric was kind of in hiding, their souls had found their way uh, into gemstones using a type of magic that your friend Rom uh, told you he created while he worked in the Perg a long time ago. Uh, he worked in the Perg with the head demon named Baruso. Um, and when he originally created the magic, it was only meant to be used after a soul was already separated from its body. But Baruso, he found out, was using it to steal the souls of people who were still living. Somehow the gemstones found their way to you guys. And that's where things start to get a little fun. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> Through a long, 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 long course of events, you have started basically reuniting the gemstones with their owners. So there are six gemstones that you have. They're the colors of the rainbow, and each one goes with a different person. So red, if you remember, is Sadie's. It has been smashed, and her soul has been reunited with her body. Orange, by power of deduction, you know that it orange belongs to Roke, and you have the orange gemstone still. You don't know where Roke is. Yellow was Trigus's gemstone. It was hidden in a hidden compartment be- below all of the others. 
There was no soul in it because Trigus is whole. Green, you guess, belongs to Shael, you're pretty sure. Um, And you have that one. And you're currently on your way to Shael to try and reunite her with her soul. Blue belongs to Taru, and it got stolen by the ghost of Kai's former mentor, Ivan, and taken to the Perg. And then purple is Wolfric's, and it has been smashed, and his soul has been reunited with his body. So yeah, that's that's kind of essentially like my overview that I have for you guys about the big important information that y'all have. Um, you have met so many fun people and done so many fun things and collected so many fun items along the way that there's no way I could have covered it all and still have a reasonably length episode. Like, <laughs> I feel like we could sit here and talk forever about all of the, like, shenanigans, the specific shenanigans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that we've gone through. Um, And so I think I kind of want to like, I want to ask you guys first what some of your favorite shenanigans were, and then maybe we can talk about some of the moments that were like more important for your character. All right. So let's, who are we put on the spot first? Someone tell me, anyone, anyone tell me like one of your favorite shenanigans. Well, the, okay. So like um, the first one that pops out to me isn't fun for me. <laughs> it's when I hit my head on the window. <laughs> That's the first one that just I don't remember that. It was when we first got to, oh, what's the town called? You were in Asylum. Asylum. I know it started with an O. Uh, we were in Asylum, and we were following the liars yes. into Hione's candle shop. Yep. And I wanted to be sneaky and peek in the window and see what I could gather, you know, be a rogue for once. <laughs> And I rolled in that one. <laughs> and I hit my head on the window. <laughs> oh, God. I remember that now. That was great. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> um, my first thought was, well, basically everything with Harold. But... <laughs> yeah. But more specifically, I believe we were trying to get our horses back um, that he had stolen, and we were uh, we were um, meeting him on the road. Um, remind me how that plays out. So, you guys, uh, Harold stole your horses. <laughs> And mm-hmm. you decided to, like, teleport ahead of him and, like, turn back and meet him on the road. And I think he came back with, like, a completely different horse. <laughs> yeah, he had stolen somebody else's horse. <laughs> like, you had this big ambush planned. Now that I talk back on it, what a mean thing for me to do as a DM. <laughs> To be like, you plan this heist and your horses aren't even there. (laughs) I'm sorry for that, but I'm not because it was great. Um, uh, Yeah, and it, I'm trying to remember, I know it went horribly wrong. It was like, instead of fighting, you guys tried to talk sense into him and he's just not a smart guy. (laughs) So it was a very circular conversation. (laughs) Until somebody used, like, charm person on him or friends or something. Oh, yeah. I think he got charmed. Um, Yeah. And he said that the horses had run away from him. And I think you basically found out that they wound up finding their way back to Rom. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> these horses are like, man, this sucks. Like, let's just go yeah. home. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they essentially just went home themselves. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are never gonna find us. Let's just go home. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> Trigus, what's a fun shenanigan that stuck out to you? Or Kim, oh, I should boy. say. Uh when we were in Wolfric's tree house, mm-hmm. um, and I know, I know what you're gonna say in a party go for it. <sighs> and Trigus is obsessed with secret tunnels. That's all he cares about is wanting to find secret tunnels, and he's really disappointed that there aren't any. And so he goes, I think, into the kitchen, and Rachna and her dad had just finished this very emotional conversation, and they're both in tears. But I walked in there and said uh, something like, oh, you guys are crying, Uh, and I'm real disappointed because I couldn't find any secret tunnels. And then Rachna says, why do you think we're crying? (laughs) yes 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 yeah i think you had yeah i think you had walked in there saying oh you guys are looking for secret tunnels too (laughs) yes that's right (laughs) why are you crying (laughs) yeah yeah that was one of my favorite moments i don't know what my favorite shenanigan is but one of them that's up there was from a little later um, when you guys were in the dream plane and you met the fireflies and you asked them for directions. Oh, no. <laughs> you had three questions that you could ask the fireflies. And the first question was, where's Taru? And they said, right, right, left, forward, left. And that <laughs> unexpectedly turned into like a 10, 20 minute, <laughs> like, which way did they say? <laughs> Should we waste one of our questions and ask them again? This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and you did wind up using one of your other questions. Oh, we did, didn't we? <laughs> you did. <laughs> you used up your third question. <laughs> So Asking them to repeat the direction slower. <laughs> I do have another moment that I wanted to share that like kills me to this day. The hypothetically conversation. <laughs> yeah. That you all had a whoosh. I don't remember. So you and Alexa, or Rachna and Kai, I should say. Rachna and Kai went to go talk to Romulus, uh, to Rom. And <laughs> you were oh, no. <laughs> you were trying to find out information about the gemstones. And it started out with, like, general questions of, like, could this gemstone be desecrated, you know? And, like, how does it work? And where does the magic come from? And then it just got increasingly more specific. And it was, like, <laughs> hypothetically, say that you stabbed someone in the head and they glowed red and then they disappeared and then their gemstone disappeared. Hypothetically. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> it just got increasingly... <laughs> specific 
And Kai and Rachna kept alternating, taking turns, asking hypothetically questions. It was hilarious. Yes, yes. It was beautiful. (laughs) I feel like we could talk about shenanigans like all day long. Yeah. We could make Mm -hmm. another 70 episodes just talking about (laughs) the shenanigans and the fun that we've had. Yeah. Um. We try to also have moments of, like, character growth and things that are, like, big and important. Like, you guys each also have your own kind of storyline. Um, and some of them we visited a lot more than others so far. But, like, what are some important big character moments that you feel like for your characters? Uh, I don't know. All of them? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Rachna. Poor Rachna. Rachna has a heavy soul. <laughs> she does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should start with me because I think uh, at this point I might have the most or close to the most, and um, it's also kind of the, like the biggest downer. Um. <laughs> Gosh, uh, number one, that time that I cried, um, <laughs> that time that I cried while we were recording, and that was the conversation with Rockness Dad. In fact, before. Before Trigus came in, that was when I actually cried while we were recording. Yep. Um, I think about that. We were all crying. <laughs> I think we all did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we had to we had to take a break. We had to stop. Yeah, like yeah. I, I remember it being really hard on on Becca because I we that was when we were still sitting all around the same table. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was yes. looking her in the eye and like <laughs> and um. I, yeah, it was a pretty heavy emotional moment, and um, and you just had to kind of take the full force of it because we were just <laughs> like face to face talking. I, like I still think about that all the time, and I don't know. That was like a big moment for her character, anyways, because uh, everything up until that point was well, not everything, but a lot of it was really building up to, you know, my my dad left me, and I don't know why, and I'm. Uh, and you know and now all of a sudden here he is and where have you been you know so Mm -hmm. i think it is like a really important moment in our whole show because it showed like yeah we are goofy and ridiculous and we like (laughs) do the most silly things but like we still have those moments of like this is hard Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. kai would have been some big like big kai moments or Mara moments, I suppose. Right, yeah, like, that's the oh, biggest yeah. one. I think the the most important one thus far mm-hmm. was finally feeling comfortable enough to, you know, reveal that she wasn't a human. <laughs> and she has a completely different name. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, like, the most important thing for her was that these she had been with Rachna and Trigus long enough to know that they don't want her around just because she's a changeling. You know, they're not going to make her like change shape and go do like sneaky sneaky stuff and I don't I don't I don't even know if Trigus does Trigus remember that I'm a changeling? <laughs> does he know that I can change shape? Trigus has a very short memory. <laughs> just like your mother. <laughs> Another thing that I've noticed for Kai that I really love as far as like growth is that, like, she kind of has grown into, like, this sassy kind of, like, mm-hmm. uh, snarky 
snarky person and I love it so much. <laughs> it's probably become one of my favorite things about Kai. Um, Trigus, what have been some of your important character moments? Well, it's like, as far as character growth, it's kind of something that shouldn't technically happen because when I first started out, I didn't want a lot of intelligence and wisdom because I thought it would fit in better with someone who's on land for the first time. But so when we'd be playing and something would come up, I would think, oh, I know what that is, but Trigus wouldn't know. So I would hold back. And then pretty soon I just thought, I can't do this. I can't play it technically the way it's supposed to be played. So I just kind of threw that out the window and it just made it so much more fun. And it's like, since we're definitely doing rule of cool, you know, we're not as concerned with getting everything technically right, which gave me that freedom to, you know, no stuff i like that it's really hard not to metagame like that's a thing that all dnd tables experience as a huge challenge Mm -hmm. yeah like at this point kai is pretty much just me (laughs) (laughs) there there are no degrees of separation anymore (laughs) that's where the snarkiness is coming (laughs) love it don't change it <laughs> a lot of Trigus is just me, mm-hmm. you know. I love that. Not the, I mean, like I would, I wouldn't say things to offend people, which he does a lot, and I have a hard time <laughs> with that. Um, but yeah, a lot of it is just things that I would say or do. Can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, which I love. <laughs> It sounds like we've all bled into our characters because I definitely have two. Um, Rockner. Rockner. Rockna's goofier side is more mm-hmm. me. And I think that was me just kind of like needing to break through and break out of like all the seriousness that she brings. Yeah. Um, and it may, but it, in the end, at first I felt like it was wrong and I was breaking the character, but in the end, it made it easier to play the character. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. It gave me more of a connection with her um, that wasn't just like, our demons um <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah um and and one thing i specifically thought of when i was like yeah rockna and i are kind of alike and then the first thing that pops into my mind is like if i were friends with trigus like real ashley friends with real trigus would i eat his hair or... <laughs> <laughs> The questions that keep you up at night. I hope that's just a rockna thing. 
I like to think that I wouldn't, but... <laughs> but um, if you had a Trigus, you might? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's... It's Trigus, you know? Like, <laughs> the... the. I what feel like it's similar. I feel like it's similar to like when a little child hands you a pretend phone that's ringing. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna answer. <laughs> no offense to Trigus. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no offense at all. None. But it's but like yeah, you, you, know? you go along with it because it's important to him. Yes. You, know? you uh-huh. may not. You may not get it, but it's important to him. So yes. you know, and that's why. That keeps me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Totally fair. <laughs> We've had like a lot of really, a really like important and cool moments. We've also had, I feel like, a lot of really cool and fun items. Can we like peek at some of y'all's character, your, your character sheets and like talk about some of the items that you have that like... Maybe it's stuff that you've forgotten what it is. Maybe, like... Yeah, my my equipment section on my character sheet, it goes it goes out of the box. Like, I have so much stuff. <laughs> and then, like, not even all of it's there. Most of it's in my notebook. Because oh my I have gosh. so much stuff. I love the thought that, like, Kai is sort of a hoarder. <laughs> and, um, like, she... Well, just that, like, because of her, her nature, her sneaky nature or whatever she like <laughs> needs something for every occasion right 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 but it's all like just weird stuff that like uh, like only comes in handy because it has to like ball bearings you know <laughs> yeah like yeah. Uh, like most most of the time like almost anything would have been better than ball bearings right <laughs> but like that's what she had in her board so <laughs> so that's what got used and so like it's just a bunch of like almost like the bottom of someone's purse or something. <laughs> right like, it's just a bunch of weird stuff that you don't remember is there <laughs> and you just reach in there and you're like well i can finally use this uh this cube uh made of tar uh you know like yeah <laughs> whatever <laughs> With a different color painted on each side. Yeah, that's mine though. That was the first thing I was I thought of, and I'm like, wait, that's mine. So I like giving you guys cool things. <laughs> yes, you do. One of my favorite things that we have used is the rope of inconvenience. Oh, geez. where no matter what you use it for, it's just either too short to do what you needed to do. Yep. <laughs> didn't we tie somebody up with that even though Harold we wasn't Harold, yeah. that's why he stole your horses because <laughs> you tied him to a tree using the rope of inconvenience and he escaped and stole your horses I'm pretty sure that's what happened oh didn't we tie him up because it's like oh we gotta leave you but we don't want you to die or anything so yeah. it's just gonna be kind of tough to get out for a sec okay yeah, yeah. I think so I yeah. guess that makes sense <laughs> that's yeah. like the one time to use it but not when you leave your horses nearby right <laughs> <laughs> I guess if it was truly a rope of inconvenience and you wanted it to be easy for him to get out it would have made it harder <laughs> right oh because it'd be inconvenient for us mm-hmm you could really do some brain work there. Like I could, that could be a really evil item for a DM to, to give their characters, and I didn't right. realize it until just this moment. 
That feels like one of those paradox things. So, like, mm-hmm. you could ask a computer and <laughs> and it would, like, explode because right. it doesn't know the answer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I do have an unknown tooth. I don't know. I I don't know where that came from, but it's what is here? Somebody's tooth, and you don't know. (laughs) I've got a tooth. (laughs) I'm assuming that's one of the things I pulled from Hector's uh, grab bag that we would like roll for because I always rolled horribly on those ones. I always got the worst items. You have terrible trinket luck. I remember that. Yeah. Oh my god, a tooth. And it does like is it a human tooth? Is it a does it say No clue. It just says unknown tooth. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Can we can we please meet somebody who's like missing their front tooth? And Kai's like, oh my god. Oh my god, I have your tooth. You're never gonna believe this. I've been carrying your tooth with me for years. Do you want it back? <laughs> you want it back? Um. Look, it fits. <laughs> your next adventure is a Cinderella-esque <laughs> tooth. No, I think it's an tooth animal mission. tooth. <laughs> like a like a like a fang or something. I don't remember. I've also yeah. got the uh protective uh I think that says pearl box. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. A small, thin wooden box with mother of pearl inlay. Once a day, something highly distasteful or disgusting is found in the box. Unless the opener rolls a nat 20, in which case it holds a valuable gem or trinket. So maybe if we just try hard enough, we'll get the blue gemstone. <laughs> 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 oh, that's kind of brilliant, actually. <laughs> uh no, I remember that because I think you've opened it a couple times. And like, yeah, like twice. One of the times, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like orc boogers. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> something. And then another time, I think it was just like milk. <laughs> like, not in a container. Yeah, it was just, like just. just <laughs> yeah. It just loose milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Which I'm pretty sure someone bottled and later threw at Harold as a weapon. <laughs> oh, is that why I have a glass jar of spoiled milk on my list? <laughs> oh my gosh. And I have it crossed out, which means I used it. So, yeah. <laughs> And then one that I've never, I don't even think I've ever, like, really mentioned. I've got a Ithacan needle, three-inch long steel needle of ordinary appearance. Any stitching done with this needle will undo itself overnight. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. That could be handy. Yeah. I think it's just anytime we, like, run into Hector, I buy him out yep. just because I don't want to yeah. miss out on anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel like there's some really sneaky things you could do with that needle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my first thought was to knit Harold something nice uh, to wear, <laughs> like for his for his big PowerPoint presentation later that he's presenting. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. Who? <laughs> Where does Harold work that he's the best candidate to make a PowerPoint presentation? 
fixation on stealing horses. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> this is my head cannon now. This is what he's doing right now. <laughs> he likes tried to start his own group, his own cult or something, and the first thing that he did was was make a power uh ye old magical PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> totally. For his new cronies uh, to totally. teach him how to steal horses. But it's just like cute drawings that he did himself and scanned in. And, and he know, like holds them up one at a time. Comic Sans. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Harold's, Harold's natural handwriting is just it. That's what Comic Sans is based off of. <laughs> people know this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Comic Sans yeah, that's my new was invented because yeah. of Harold. And Harold's first slide is just a graphic on how to how to avoid ball bearings. <laughs> yes, like dodging and ducking. Oh my gosh. Anybody else? What other fun? I Alexa, you've got some cool stuff. I feel like you yeah. have some really cool roguey stuff, which makes sense. It's like sneaky right. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The last thing I, I have it. is a uh, chunk of Trigus heart. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> chunk of Trigus heart. Remember, you gave us those it's like a necklaces. Beautiful <laughs> necklace with a lot of deep meaning behind it. You wrote down chunk of Trigus heart. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ashley, how did you write that down on your character sheet for Rachna if you did? A, a chunk of Trigus heart? It's a, it was like for your birthday, right, Trigus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It? it was like I oh. can I separated my heart into three pieces for the two people that I care about most. Yeah. And- it's a necklace. It meant a lot to Rockna. <laughs> so much that she did. didn't write it down. Yeah. Um, Sorry to put you on I the did, spot, Ashley. I did write it down. I did write it down. It's right next to my climber's kit. It says Chunk O Trigus Heart Necklace. <laughs> but I believe you specifically called it a chunk of your heart. Okay. Which is way, why okay. I wrote it down that okay. way. Yeah, he must yeah, have. He must have. This wasn't like a literal heart chunk, was it? No, it was like a, it's like, like, a, like a, a best friend's necklace, or I think it. I, I think have to it piece my heart. Was that's a piece of my heart? Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I, it, like literally. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it was a one-time ritual or something that Trigus yeah. had said that Tritons do. Yeah, and it's an actual, I think, physical piece of his heart. Yeah. Oh, that's Kim, probably I... why I'm not wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should be wearing it. I'm wearing mine. Oh, okay, Rachna. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll put mine on. I'll put mine on at the beginning of the next episode okay. so anyone who didn't listen to this won't have any idea what uh, that's is going on. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, uh... Yeah, I got a, like a box with a couple of jewels in it, I think, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> a box of I'm gonna keep track of that one. All right. <laughs> so so far, we've talked about like the world's history. We've talked about like fun moments for your characters, important moments for your characters, items that you guys have. Did anything become like more? Were there any light bulbs that went off, or like anything that? There's always light bulbs 
for me. <laughs> um, like especially when finding out Trigus's connection to Wolfric and Sadie and and all of that. That was that was shocking. Yeah. So huge. That was huge. I don't know if like listeners know, but Trigus, that was a surprise to you as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like (laughs) because out of the three out of the three of you, and we we talked about this, Trigus, um, Kim, you purposefully I remember this going in, you purposefully didn't want to give Trigus like this huge long backstory. Mm-mm. established beforehand because you wanted to be able to kind of be able to like make it up a little bit as you go along yes. which is beautiful um and then i had the idea to kind of like really connect trigus in there and i remember messaging you about it and saying hey are you okay with the fact that trigus doesn't remember anything that happened before he was 32 years old <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean Can not having any thing? idea why i'm just like sure <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. I knew you were okay with, like, a, a question mark backstory, you gave me a really cool opportunity to, like, weave it in there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, also, I wanted to make sure that I had your permission. I don't... Right. It was kind of, it was kind of like a tricky uh, a tricky line where, like, I wanted, I wanted it to be good for everybody. I also still kind of wanted it to be a little surprisey. But obviously, it's... Trigus is your character, and so, like, I really wanted to make sure that, like, I could do it in a way that could still allow you to keep your question mark background. Uh-huh. Part of the thought process of getting Trigus's backstory, the, like, Omara part of it, was I had this block in my brain where I was like, okay, I would love for Trigus to be tied into this. However, I know if he was, there's no way he wouldn't be like telling everybody about it all the time yeah. Trigus, tr- yeah Trigus does not keep secrets and Trigus <laughs> is not a liar like he he's so pure and just speaks his mind that if something that monumental happened and so I was like how on earth and that's when I that's when like the, I was like okay he clearly wouldn't remember it or else he'd be telling everyone all the time and like that wouldn't that doesn't work you know because kim that's not something that you wrote into trigus so like writing in the memory loss was a little it felt a little like painful to me because it's very tropey i think (laughs) to have someone have massive memory loss but it was also the only way i could think (laughs) that this thing would happen to trigus without him just talking about it a lot or knowing it even because like because mm-hmm. Kim wants to be surprised and so I can't you know so like it was like okay well I can't tell Kim this is what happened to Trigus because she wants to be surprised which is totally awesome Um, how am I going to make this all work so it's like I guess that was a really 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 long way of saying like I so much enjoy working with y'all because you make it so easy and fun to like weave our stories together in different ways and like it works really well, basically. Yeah, we I mean, love working it- with you because my favorite thing is one of us will come up with something. Oh, we're gonna do this, and technically we shouldn't be able mm-hmm. to do it. And you say, you know what? I love this so much. I'm gonna figure out how to make this work. Yeah, because I want. I love. I love a world that's based on creativity rather than like sticking hard to the rules. Uh huh. You know, like this, I think we're lucky that all of us enjoy the more 
relaxed rules. That's part of the reason I get really nervous when I DM for other people. Oh. <laughs> because, because I am extremely lax. Like, it's more about the story than the rules. And if I play with someone who enjoys the game in a different way, which is fine because, you know, everyone enjoys the game differently. But that's not a style of DMing that I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure everyone who's playing with me has fun. And so, like, that's a fear of mine is, like, if I DM for a group where I don't know the people, that makes me really nervous because there are people who enjoy the game better when it's we follow the rules as written. Like, yeah. And yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, that we just lucked out, I feel like, on our group (laughs) chemistry. So, so freaking lucky that we all just enjoy this the way that we play it. I guess. I mean, I think you're just not taking credit for it. You're the one that put it together. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was luck. I think it was Becca. Oh. Yeah. Oh, good point. No, I'm going to cry. Aww. Yeah, because I was a hard no when you asked me. I'm like, nope, don't want to do it. Yep. And you just yep. kept at it and kept at it and kept at it and said, hey, you know, <laughs> Trying to make it sound more enticing. And I mean, it already so- sounded fun, but I was picturing yeah. it being like I would have to be doing the editing and stuff like right. that, and which I don't know how to do. And yeah. I just. And then the funny thing is when you had mentioned like the adventure zone, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking the Adventure Zone, they do a, they do, a, they play D&D, right? Mm-hmm. So they've mm-hmm. already, they've already done that. I thought they were the only ones that did it. I thought we were just cop going to be copying them. And I thought, oh, I don't know how they would feel if we just started copying what they're doing. That's super awkward. And then Becca told me there's like thousands of D&D podcasts. <laughs> oh my gosh i didn't know that i didn't yeah. know that part until just now yeah what? i was worried about oh offending gosh. the adventure zone <gasps> people <laughs> oh that's so cute yeah <laughs> that is one i had no idea i do remember you being a hard no like yep. i remember because i think i proposed it at first over text message yeah and then you gave me the hard no and then i said can we go to lunch and talk about it yeah. in person mm-hmm. yeah and and then we did yeah and i'm so glad because like well like i feel like alexa would have been a harder sell if kim like if you were out you know like yeah yeah. i don't yeah and so (laughs) so like i really legitimately cannot imagine this group with me and ashley and whoever else we might have found to like no it doesn't (laughs) know i'm so glad forever that like you and Alexa came on and like yeah me too we all kind of mm-hmm. embarked on this crazy adventure together um so i think that's all i have like for now i guess i'll just ask real quick does anyone else have anyone thing they want to add not that i can think mm-hmm. of sweet then we're going to hop on out of here and thank everyone for joining us for our very first kind of discussion recap episode that was fun that was fun Yes, yeah. <laughs> if you made it this far, thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah. Right?